This Mother's Day, celebrate the extraordinary women in your life with a heartfelt gift from Blue Nile. Whether it's for your mom, a mother figure, or yourself as a mom, find that perfect piece to express your love and appreciation. Explore Blue Nile's exquisite pearls and mesmerizing gemstones that she's sure to love. Enjoy fast shipping options like guaranteed free shipping and returns. Make this Mother's Day unforgettable with a piece from Blue Nile. Right now, get up to 50% off at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, bit to get 30, bit to get 20, 20, 20, bit to get 20, 20, bit to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. I, mean, I just want to check in, call an audible here, just for a second here, just to check in. I want to tell you about a news story that you probably don't know. Something I talked about in um, in um, Connecticut today. Mm-hmm. There's a story. Um, two shootings leave three dead in Hartford. Three people dead in two, two separate shootings. Okay. Um, police arrested Chan Williams Bay, 27, and charged him for one of the incidents. They said he has an extensive criminal criminal record. Um, so this guy Bay is is the suspected shooter and murderer of okay. this guy. Um, three people shot all together. Hard for Mayor Luke Bronin said Williams Bay admitted to trying to shoot a man on a scooter in Bedford Street on 2021. Luke Bronin, who's the mayor of Hartford, who, of course, is all for defund the police, all for BLM, Mm -hmm. stood next to the cops uh, in a straight face today and talked about this. Said that he admitted to trying to shoot a man on a scooter on Bedford Street in 2021. Police said he struck and killed a bystander instead. Oh, well, as long as he wasn't trying to hit that person, I guess. At the time, his bond was set to $1.7 million. It was then reduced to $250,000 because of George Floyd. Uh, he was able to make the bond and sent back into the community to kill somebody over the weekend again. Mm-hmm. So here we go. This is the exactly the formula that the left wanted to use. The formula of, you know, let the reduce sentences, get people back in the streets, exorbitant, exorbitant bails for even if you shoot and kill somebody who's just known as a bystander. that got no name according to this. You can't have a high bail because that's mean because Minneapolis police officers killed a guy and it became viral. So we have to do everything we can. So this guy murders somebody two years ago. Mm -hmm. He's out on bail. 
He's also busted for another weapons charge since, out on bail, and then shoots and kills somebody over the weekend, and there you go. Right, and the, like, getting rid of cash bail is one of those things that sounds so reasonable on the face of it, because they'll, like, tell you, you know, oh, it just, you know, it criminalizes poverty because it's just, you know, it's just for rich people can afford it, and poor people end up staying in... For longer, but in practice, what it ends up meaning is that you just let everybody go. Right, exactly. And I talked about today a whole bunch of stories. The Democrats, of course, are talking, are in Connecticut, in many states, are trying to whitewash what's going on with crime. So in Connecticut, they all have been partying, celebrating themselves, um, because violent crime is generally down in the state, with the exception of murders and rapes. And today, I just. <laughs> duck, duck, go to Tiny exception. Exactly. Duck, duck, go rapes Connecticut and got all these horrible accounts of women in broad daylight who had men trying to rape them who said boldly, I'm going to rape you now, including one who a guy had her in a headlock feeling her trying to rip her shorts off while she was jogging in the broad daylight said, now I'm going to rape you. This is like not, not terrible community, not where you expect this, not that any community deserves to have this, but it's simply not safe. Norm, the, the normal day-to-day has been suspended, which brings me to this. This is in San Francisco. This is a viral Twitter woman, and, and she is perfect for this because she is, much like these women in Connecticut, many women in Connecticut, mm-hmm. in Massachusetts, and all of the New England, all the blue states, yep. she is a good Democrat in standing, has the I Voted sticker, Certainly voted for Obama. Uh, certainly voted for Biden. Um, hate has no home here. You know. D- oh yeah. Did all those things. This is uh, a woman of San Francisco, rather pretty woman. I'm literally shaking right now. I was just getting groceries, and I live in San Francisco, and I never really feel fully safe. If you live in San Francisco, I'm sure you know what I'm talking about. And I just got groceries. I'm walking out of the store, and this guy is walking past me, and says, "Move, you stupid." B- and he spits in my face, spits all over my face. And then I say, excuse me, did you just spit in my face? And he says, move or I'll rape you. There's also people everywhere and everyone's just walking by because they're like, I can't handle something else in San Francisco. It's always something else. I don't even know why I'm posting this. If you live in San Francisco, do you feel this way all the time? I don't feel safe, ever. I literally never feel safe. It's better when it's daylight. But nighttime, no, not leaving my house. So... You see more and more of these stories, more and more horrific. It's just like zombie land out there. Right. And the thing with the with these this influencer in New York City who caused all the mayhem there um, over the weekend, all sorts of stuff, people beating up on cops and this. We have unleashed monsters and people onto streets, and it is not good. And our, our the cities are not the same. Cities suck now, especially blue state cities. They suck. And when will that girl who, you know... Woman. Woman. When will she... At what point will she make the connection? Well, there is some indication that... And I don't know her particular situation, but there is some indication that um, having kids makes you develop a more realist attitude i mean not 100 have kids we know we know plenty of people who like are married and have kids who are still not putting two and two together here but um but basically like there there is a this i can can we move that 
computer at all away from the, the okay, microphone? I can try. I'm trying to read numbers on it, but I, and it's the cam hits the camera if it's further away. But um, so basically, um, Republicans win single men. Mm-hmm. Republicans win married men. Republicans win married women, but uh, single women vote thirty seven percent by a thirty seven percent margin for Democrats, sixty eight to thirty one. So getting married apparently either either people who are way more likely to vote Republican in the first place are a lot more likely to get married or being married and often then having kids completely changes your perception of the politics involved in the situation because you know it, at some point you do have to like come up with like a realistic assessment when it's one thing if it's you on the subway who's like being attacked by somebody or whatever, but like once it's your kids, you do start to I think have a little bit more of a you you begin to lack patience for the situation, I think a little bit more. Well, yeah, I would think so. And, and so so is abortion on demand that crucial to these women? <laughs> yes. That they're I mean, my goodness. <laughs> I just don't, it's it's fascinating to me that, and the, you know, there's no protection. You know, once, like I said, for women in in many states, including Connecticut, sexual assaults in Connecticut, uh, Alice, are up 23%. And the Democrats' party applauded the report mm-hmm. because other crimes were down. So it's just the women being raped was this fi- tiny negative byproduct of all of this stuff. It's like, at what point, if you're a woman, at what point do you say, um, I'm moving, I'm leaving this insanity and going Well, somewhere? then they go move somewhere else, and then they vote for the same stupid policies, again, right. wherever they move to. Because then they think, like, oh, but it's just not fair that, like, you know, poor people can't afford bail, and so they don't get let go, and rich people do, and it's... You know, life's not fair, so we shouldn't have cash bail. It's terrible. I think, you know what, Alice? This guy, Bay, who uh, shot and killed an innocent mm-hmm. bystander trying to kill somebody else three years ago. Yeah. And who uh, then got busted on another gun charge and then now has shot and killed somebody else again. Mm-hmm. I am calling for him to be bailed out again. Good. Absolutely. Why not? Why not? This is what the Democrats want. Let him out there. This is what you wanted. Yeah, People no, it's left. what you ordered. Same and- thing, lady who gets spit on outside of the Whole Foods. This is what you wanted. You wanted this guy. You wanted to play around and feel good about yourself on Instagram because of a viral video in Minneapolis. Well, here you go. He's your guy now. I think you should have to talk to him every day. <laughs> I know. Yeah, because you wanted him let out. And that's like the reality of the world that Democrats create when they get to run these things. And, you know, they'll sit here and tell you it's because like of a lack of resources for mental health care or whatever. But it's really not. You know, we deinstitutionalized people in the great society. Lyndon B. Johnson did. We let all these people out onto the streets and... Then for a while, we had mass incarceration, and we jailed them, and then now we let them back out again. So now, like, this is what we get in cities now. And we saw the same thing. Like, these people are the same people who will go online and tell you how terrible it is that that guy, Daniel Penny, murdered a poor, helpless 
Michael Jackson impersonator who was, uh, right. you know, just having a mental health crisis and was hungry and for no reason whatsoever. And like they'll sit on that jury and they'll vote to convict that guy who would have protected them from being spit in their face. But, you know, then they go on TikTok and complain that that this is happening to them. Okay, let's go to uh, happier roller coaster news, Alice. This is going roller coaster. Several different ways. A few days ago, uh, Jole Yalo, what's his name? Neo. Neo. I have a soft spot for Neo because that song "So Sick of Love" songs was one of the songs that played every three seconds when I was a lifeguard mm. for many, many hours a day, and had on Kiss One Hundred Eight all day, and so like it would. You know, like every two hours I would hear that song. So, um, like, you know, I feel close to him. How many guys <laughs> do you think got past the lifeguard on shit? Because you looked like a Baywatch girl probably at the time. Not really. Uh, I've seen pictures. I'll be tweeting pictures out. No. Guys, I'll, be, I'll tweet them out in your OnlyFans that I've created and been making no. side money on. Yes. So this is what Neo said. Not that kind of if your little boy comes to you and says, Daddy, I want to be a girl. And you just let him rock with that? You just let him. Right. He's five. Right. And where did he get that if from? If you let this five-year-old boy decide to eat candy all day, he's going to do that. Exactly. Like, when, when did it become a good idea to let a five-year-old, let a six-year-old, let a 12-year-old make a life-changing decision for themselves? Right. When did that happen? Right. Like, I don't, I don't understand that. I, I, I don't get that. And to medicate that. these young kids that are five, six, growing up and knowing that it affects their brain. It affects their organs. It makes them sick. But they're not allowed to do drugs. They're not allowed to do alcohol. Right. We can medicate them. He can't them up. drive a car yet, but he can decide his sex. Right. Right. What sex orientation? And he can cut off his pee pee. And and that to me that makes no sense whatsoever. It is, so I, I don't know if this is true, but I heard a rumor that they 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 either passed or are trying to pass a law in L.A. that states if your child comes to you and asks to do some of these things and you say no, they could take your kid from yeah, you. Yeah, that's true just passed in California. That does that makes no sense. They want us to have no control over our children. I don't, I don't get it. In schools. I don't get it. Hospitals, libraries. Yeah. They just want to manipulate. You got to understand when they're so young and they're already... That's, Impressionable. That's right. Mm -hmm. And from them, they're going to believe what you say. I mean, yeah. we say Santa Claus is real. You know, the Easter and they Bunny. It, like, right, exactly. Like, they know what they're doing. Remember who you're dealing with. Like, I, I don't, I, I can't take credit for it, but it, I heard somebody say one time, he's like, all right, if your son comes to you and says, daddy, I want to be a girl. Ask your son, son, what is a girl? Mm, that's a good one. What is he going to do? He's going to say, uh, well, he might, he might. It's control. If you well, by the way, one, uh, a couple of things. One, that's on Vlad TV. Two, Santa Claus is real. Um, and then, so this, that happened a couple days ago. And then I saw this morning that he had apologized and I was like, oh, that's terrible. This ridiculous standard form, um, standard form apology, apology. If I offended any, what does it say? What is the apology? Neo apology. That was just terrible. 
Okay. Yeah, it's still up on his Twitter and everything. After but, much reflection, I'd like to express my okay. deepest apologies to anyone that I may have hurt with my comments on parenting and gender identity. I've always been an advocate for love and inclusivity in the LGBTQI plus community, so I understand how my comments could have been interpreted as insensitive and offended. Gender identity is nuanced, and I can honestly admit that I plan to better educate myself on this topic so I can oh, so approach future conversations myself. with more empathy. At the end of the day, I lead with love and support everyone's freedom of expression and pursuit of happiness so then it's so, so standard so terrible and, and and alice said oh no he's whatever and i was like no he apologized it sucks they got to him and, and like that's such the standard struggle session speech i mean it hits everything i'm I gonna better that. educate myself he's not allowed to feel like that then the great neo official uh hip-hop artist of the burn barrel podcast <laughs> comes back with this uh instagram post what's going on loved ones this is neo all right listen I normally don't give too much of a damn about what y'all think about what I do, or what y'all have to say about what I say, whatever. I normally don't care because, like I said, opinions ain't special. Everybody got one. However, this is something I feel very strongly on, and I need y'all to hear this from the horse's mouth, not the publicist's computer. So check this out. Publicist did First and it. foremost, I do not apologize for having an opinion on this matter. I am a 43-year-old heterosexual man raising five boys and two girls, okay? That's my reality. Now, if my opinion offended somebody, yeah, sure, I apologize for you being offended because that wasn't my intention. My intention is never to offend anybody. However, I'm entitled to feel how I feel. I'm absolutely entitled to feel how I feel the same way you are entitled to feel how you feel. I ain't asked nobody to follow me. I ain't asked nobody to agree with me. I was asked a question and I answered the damn question. Okay. I have no beef with the LBGTQIA plus community <laughs> whatsoever. I ain't got no beef with y'all. Do whatever the hell it is you want to do. Do what you want to do with your kids. However, somebody asked my opinion on this matter and this is how I feel. I will never be okay with allowing a child to make a decision that detrimental to their life. I will never be okay with that. I don't care. I, I definitely plan to educate myself a little bit more on this matter. However, I doubt that there's any book anywhere or any opinion that somebody's going to tell me that's going to make me okay with letting a child make a decision like that. That's just period, point blank, and that's how I feel. If I get canceled for this, then you know what? Maybe this is a world where they don't need a Neo no more, all right? <laughs> and I got no problem with that. I'm a hustler, all right? I'll figure it out. I got kids to raise, and I'm going to do that regardless. So with that being said, y'all have a good day. I love everybody. Live how you want to live. Love how you want to love. But your opinion is yours. Speak your opinion as much as you damn well feel like it. Because as I said, they're not important. They're not special. Everybody got one and you're entitled to it. I'm entitled to mine. All right. Y'all feel how y'all want to feel. Have a great day. It's Neo. Peace and love. There we go. This is my guy, Neo. Good. I mean, he equivocated a little bit in there, but, but absolutely. I mean, it's insane that, that like the common sense side is on the defensive on this. Yeah, like we I, get to be all sorts of things that don't exist, and you just have to accept it. Two SLGBTQI plus. <laughs> That's totally normal. That makes sense, right? That suddenly, in the last ten years, we've discovered all sorts of treasure trove of all different new identities, etc. And everybody can be one. The new and it's changing, and it's all in your head. And if you imagine, what? Can anyone hear diet chip things? Yeah. Do you see them? Can you get to them? Hmm. Uh, one of your diet chips. It's a Waken One Eighty. Um, oh, okay. These, I, they must have found a. They must have they found, found a, a hidden stash yeah. of Awaken One Eighty foods. If Fancy can't find one, share with him too, okay? Okay. Okay, thanks, buddy. 
That is the child who's featured on my um, Twitter feed from a few days ago, a couple days ago, who was devastated when the bounty house was closed. Or he was 86 from the bounty house. <laughs> We're not sure. We're investigating the He ran the out of time at the bounty house. Exactly. Or something. But I, I just, I so love the, the Neo thing. It, it, and it's, it's not a good sign that, like, we're so excited to hear voices like this. Because, obviously, the other side is nuts. <laughs> I know. I mean, they're truly just insane people with absolutely insane opinions. And the idea that, like, it would even occur to anybody to apologize for saying, like, I'm not going to believe my five-year-old when he tells me he's a girl and just immediately jump to drugs and surgery. Like... The idea that that's like even a controversial take at all or that he even has to half-assed apologize for it is, you know, out of control. And, you know, I think what's great about it is that he clearly hasn't, like, put a lot of time into researching the issue. No, and he doesn't really need to. It's no, because it's obvious. Right. (laughs) We all, like, none of us have to know the science behind gravity. It's more. It's obvious. The right. stuff keeps falling. You know, we <laughs> see it. Um, and to that, GOP... Well, right. And if somebody came to you and was like, well, actually, did you know that in space, like, certain types of gravity, it makes things actually... Did you know? And so it's not really what you think it is. And gravity's really not a universe... Well, it's pretty friggin' universal. When you drop stuff, it's like the... 9.8 meters per second squared acceleration like you just see it happen you know but you don't even need to know that much is that you, true else mm-hmm. 9.8 meters per second squared in wow. well if there's no air resistance but <laughs> it's like the kids joke the which falls faster a pound of lead or a pound of feathers uh how do you know everything falls at the same miles per hour well in in real world conditions, it doesn't because some so things it's have more air. So it's 9.8 meters per second per second. 9.8 meters per second per second. It speeds up at a rate of 9.8 meters per second every second. So when you drop it, when you first let go of it at t equals zero, it's oh, not Jesus. moving. And then at T equals one second, it's going 9.8 meters per second. Do you see what I'm saying? And then at two seconds, it's constant acceleration. That's one G of acceleration is 9.8 meters per second. Huh. Maybe you weren't. Looking like a Baywatch babe <laughs> in your you little know life vest. That one of the most like compelling cases for how we could do interstellar travel is like a constant acceleration spaceship. No, because that would like also provide you with, um, like if you had if you constantly accelerated at one g of speed, you would like gradually approach light speed enough to like travel to other planets. But you would, but it would also onboard the spacecraft like automatically produce Earth-like gravity if you travel with constant acceleration? We have a shotgun, sorry, <laughs> shot glass situation here, Alice. The only problem is the fuel would be a little tricky. Right, right you're telling me. <laughs> I know, but maybe they'll figure something out. I'm looking forward to it. Um, uh, all right, I want to get to this uh, Vivek Ramaswamy thing. If you're done with the... Um, 
My gravity interlude. Um, <laughs> yes, with the uh, what's it called? Um, Goodwill Hunting uh, portion of this. <laughs> it's really not. It's like high school physics, honey. Uh, I don't think so. Yeah, I think so. I went to uh, high school. Alice, Maybe even middle years. school science, depending. Depending how good your middle school is. Okay. Um, GOP presidential candidate Vivek Ramaswamy wants to cancel Juneteenth. Vivek. Well, he wants to cancel Juneteenth now. Did you see what he said about Juneteenth before? No. What did he say about it before? Um, before he said that it's like a new. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Holiday, and we should, like, use the opportunity to make it, like, whatever we want to make it. Where is his... Uh... So originally he uh, posted a video two months ago celebrating Juneteenth and now he says it's redundant two months later and it overlaps with other holidays like Martin Luther King Day and President's Day. Because he wants to, he said, cancel Juneteenth or one of the other useless ones we made up. Ramaswamy said, you can't have everything be a holiday, we'll, but we'll cancel one of the other ones and make Election All right, Day a so holiday. So I'm going to send you his one from two months ago. Okay, that's fine. But he, now he's he's um, he's evolved, Alice. So now well, he, I'm sending you his video from two months ago, so you can hear how he evolved in two months. Juneteenth is a new holiday, so we still have a chance to define what it means to us. Let it be a celebration of the American dream itself. Very nice. That's very good. Now he's on to cancel Juneteenth or one of the other useless holidays and make Election Day a holiday. I'm for, I'm all for Election Day a holiday. Why not? I mean, I like holidays as much as the next person. Yeah, but I since, don't know. In, since in this country, I mean, that would allow everybody to go down to the place where you can vote on Election Day. Well, it still wouldn't be everybody. You're still going to have places that don't give people the holiday off. There's still going to be, like, nurses working overnight shifts and places that have to be open. And so the whole day, the Juneteenth thing is just divisive anyway. It doesn't, it doesn't make any freaking sense. It's so stupid. The day Texas found out. <laughs> what? That's not, what is that? All it is is a giveaway to its but Democrats and progressives a way to say the, America has always screwed you over. And all of these have been white supremacist days. Here's one for you. Right. It's so freaking divisive. God. Well, and I would be like more open to the idea of Juneteenth if it wasn't totally gaslighting where they didn't like introduced Juneteenth they just one day pretended like everybody knew about Juneteenth yes. and everybody had been celebrating it all along and we're like can you believe Trump's giving this speech on Juneteenth 
Like, we were all supposed to know what Juneteenth was, and it was, like, completely out of the blue. Like, that's the stuff that gets me, is because if if you, like, make a case for Juneteenth to be a holiday, then okay, fine. But don't, like, act like everybody was celebrating Juneteenth two years ago, because it wasn't a thing. No. Now it's, like, a male holiday. Like, it... You know, places are closed for Juneteenth. Wait, this is <laughs> I don't know what happened, but it's weird. It's in the world, um, like... Where are those chips that you just had? Yeah. They're in the laundry room in the backpack where I showed you. The backpack hanging on the door in the laundry room. Remember, I, you, you and I were there together. Hanging on the laundry room door is, is a backpack with all the awakened stuff. They're in there. In case any of you guys need some awakened stuff. It's in the laundry room. <laughs> on the backpack. I don't even know if there are those. And if there are not, we will find the same. Death sentence. Is this a um, is this a controversial thing that death sentence has said here, Alice? On having border patrols shoot the cartels, bringing fentanyl, supplying us with our much-needed fentanyl. Um, I'll play it in just a moment. Get ready for it. It's buffering. <laughs> I'm very excited. It's buffering. Yeah, I'm... Wait with dated breath, Ron DeSantis' new take on Reading in Iraq would know. Against, against the same the right way you people. would do in any situation. Same way a police officer would know. Same way uh, somebody operating in Iraq would know. You know, these people in Iraq at the time, they all looked the same. You didn't know who had a bomb strapped to them, so those oh. guys have to make judgments. Uh-oh. <laughs> How dare he say they all look the same about the people who all look the same? How dare he? Uh-oh. I mean, presumably, what but do you I mean? I, they have. Right, but a pregnant mom in a baseball cap with a backpack. They have, been, they have indications. Okay. I mean, I think it's. I mean, if you have people blow torching through a border wall, that is not going to be. That's yeah, not but as you fly. mentioned, how do you know but, you're, but you you're using that. deadly force it's against the, same the right way you people? Would do it. <laughs> but I mean, it could be a pregnant have, mom pregnant in a baseball a- cap. Mm-hmm. This is great that he's getting asked these absurd follow-ups <laughs> by this reporter. This is Dasha Burns. I don't know her, but yourself were uh, an advisor to Navy SEALs, you know how hard it is sometimes when it comes to rules of engagement. How do you well, discern not, if it's a child, a mother, uh, or Obviously, a cartel you know, member? if it's a child, I mean, you're not going to do that. You yourself this is amazing. were uh, an advisor this is to amazing. Navy SEALs, you know amazing. how hard it is You can't do it. You can't st- do anything to stop the cartels. Whatever, because there's a chance it could be a child. Or a mother. Mm-hmm. So nope, just hands off. Disengage. Disengage. Let them have those things. Let the cartel yeah. person in, just in case. You never they're know. They're going to end up stoked. You've said if cartels are trying to run product into this country, they're going to end up stone cold dead. How far might you take that method for preventing illegal crossings in general? No, it's similar to like if you're in the military you have rules of engagement anyone that's hostile intent or a hostile act which the cartels are you know you would then engage with lethal force i love how she says do you intend to use that for uh, crossings said- as well you're just going to m60 everybody coming the families coming over crossings i mean i'm not going to advocate for that policy necessarily but i think that would pretty quickly cause a lot fewer people to try and cross the border. Well, right, but there are other ways, Alice. <laughs> you can try leaflets first, I think, Alice. But, but the, you know, it's a good sign for him, I think, that they're trying to Trump-Hitler him already. It means that they still take him seriously as a threat. 
Oh, yeah, it's much better for him to be taking these attacks and arguing with reporters where they're saying dumb leftist talking points than it is for him to be embroiled in, like, a thing with Trump calling him a meatball or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like, from for his campaign, that's really good. Absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, I don't know... I don't know if people are going to want Ron DeSantis at the end of the day. Like, I just don't. Because, especially with all the indictments and the Trump thing, and, like, it, you're just not going to get people to change their minds necessarily. But, uh, you know, I don't know. Trump could still self-sabotage his campaign. There's a lot of time for him to do that. So, uh, yes, yes, obviously. But, I mean, it's, it's DeSantis is so competent. It's wonderful. Did you see the picture of um, Dr. Jill Biden? No, what didn't she do? You that? didn't see the picture? It's in our t- it's in our timeline. Okay. She is standing in front of a bunch of members of two SLGBTQI plus mm-hmm. uh, drag queens. Oh. Uh, many are men who dressed as gaudy women with um, beards and etc. Mm-hmm. Um, she's traveling the country uh, to meet up with drag queens who perform adult sexual themed shows in front of kids, and they're all the Biden administration is uh, obviously for this. There's a, p- a couple of pictures there. Of these gaudy, uh, weird people. And um, so here's the thing. Mm-hmm. I understand this solidifies the activist base of progressives. Right. But. Well, I guess it has to do with the, the girl we, who got spit in the face by Whole Foods. Mm-hmm. She's single right now. So maybe she thinks this is awesome. But there's a good chance that once she has a little brood, if she's not afraid to do it because of the climate. Once she has some kids, that she'll look at this and say, uh, no, I know I used to pretend that I was thought this was great and really entertaining, and me and my boyfriend used to go to see these drag shows with kids. But there's a chance that this could be really... Why would you brand yourself with this? Is this the normalcy that Americans want? Is to have these weirdos? Just like, it doing seems stuff in front like of kids? an odd choice for the Democratic Party to, like fully embrace drag queens as a campaign strategy because i think a lot of people find it off-putting you know like i know at bachelorette parties they like to go to drag shows or whatever and you know people do it and you know there's a bunch of virtue signaling people i see the posts in local facebook groups for towns we live in or live near or you know have lived in recently all the time where people will say, like, looking for Rex for a great drag brunch around here. Like, just so people know that they're going to drag brunch. But nobody's ever, like, I I can't honestly imagine a reason why I would, like, want to go out of my way to go to a drag brunch. Like, can you ever imagine asking for recommendations to go to a drag brunch? Because it's, like, something that you really want to do. Uh, Maybe I'm just weird. I've never watched the Drag Race show either. Like, I just, I can't imagine. It seems, like, totally uninteresting to me. And whenever I see videos posted of these events, the people seem remarkably untalented. That's the whole thing about them, is that they have no talent. I mean, it's... I, I don't understand it. It's not good entertainment. And like I say, maybe it's just not for me, and it's, like, a taste thing, but I don't, like... It does absolutely nothing for me, like, entertainment-wise. Like, I don't get it at all. And I do find it kind of offensive, like, as a woman that 
and well, misogynist. Well, yes, but isn't this all? I mean, simply this is just signaling. No, everybody knows that there's they're talentless. And I've been to I've been to I've been to a bunch of gay events. I had when I worked in hotels, I would go to gay bars and straight bars and all. I would go wherever the party was I wanted to go to. Um, and and there are places where there are actual singers pretending that they're um, you know Marilyn Monroe and and um, who's in Somewhere Over the Rainbow. Judy Garland, Judy Garland, etc., yeah. who were actually talented singers, etc. And then there were the drag queens who were just the whole joke was that they were appallingly talentless and disorderly and disgusting. It could be kind of fun in a debauched way when you're slamming them back, but it it's not an art show. It's the lack of art. That's the joke with drag queen people. They don't look good. Men dressed as gaudy women with beards are grotesque. Nobody's attracted to that. It's that's I the mean, whole point. And I would even go a step further and say that a lot of what passes for like beauty advice for women too now is like blurs the line further because the stand with like Instagram and filters and like the Kardashianization of the beauty industry and the whole thing, like the whole look of like what you're expecting women to look like now is so over made up and over the top that it's like in this vein and i don't think generally it looks very good or looks very feminine no that whole look of like but that's what like every instagram makeup artist video looks like like it's hard to tell it could be a man under it because it's like so much makeup and so heavy duty that it's you know but the, virtually but, impossible to tell and i don't think it's like a i don't think it's a very flattering vision of what no and fe- once what again what the feminine is no right no it's a total lampoon on women it's it, but but they probably all hate women so but it, but but also like, the democrats have made the decision that to embrace this stuff as grotesque as it gets they're going to be with minor attractive people next year probably embrace it as much as it gets shows that you win the whole constituency that you win the LGBTQSSLA, but the whole thing—that's how you do it. You just pander, and then a lot of you are very successful businessmen and women. If you were at a fancy restaurant in Washington five, six years ago, at an important business meeting, and a gay or lesbian waiter came up, Sir? or <laughs> transgender, spoke with a lisp or demonstrated what? they were a lisp. Gay or lesbian? I don't. This lisp stuff. What is that crap? Spoke with a lisp. So in Joe Biden's mind, if you got a lisp, that's a dead giveaway. He's one of them. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And someone at that luncheon table said, made fun of that person. No one would have said anything. Not a joke. I want you to literally think about this. Today, if that same thing happened. The other four or five people at the table say, you horse's tail, get out of here. <laughs> really? But five years so- ago, Alice, if you were in a table full of people and a somebody had a lisp so you knew that he was absolutely gay and you say, uh, guys, look, it looks like our waiters are gay. You think five years ago everybody would say, yeah. I mean, <laughs> no. no. Maybe he feels that way. <laughs> yeah. But I... But I think there's also, like, first of all, I don't think there's a natural aversion to men who have a lisp. But I do think that there's, like, a natural aversion to, like, complete, 
you know, transformations of what's obviously your gender in ways that are like specifically trying to, you know, undermine the gender binary or whatever. Like, I think that it's it's naturally off-putting and disturbing. And I think that it is for a reason, the same way like people are naturally scared of spiders. I think people are naturally like off-put by, what's the one that creeps me out so much? Is it Jeffrey something? Yes. The um, really scary one that looks like he eats children in his spare time or something? I don't know. There's Jeffrey a, he, Marsh. Yeah. Oh, he's like a walking human red flag. But, but I think there's like a real effort to push to normalize stuff that's not normal and to expose kids to it at younger and younger ages so that they don't question it because i will tell you uh, we were like at a restaurant and we did have a waiter who was not um gay or spoke with a lisp but was appeared to be a dude with a beard and when he spoke very clearly had a female voice and you weren't with me Oh, no. I was oh, okay. out with my mom. Um, what kind and, of places and the do you kids. and your mother go? We were at IHOP. Oh, drag queen. So <laughs> well, anyway, and the kids were like extremely confused, and I had to shush them because they noticed immediately that. Some, and it's not like they were being horses' tails. Uh, yeah, they were being horses' tails. But it's not like I taught them to be bigoted or something. No, they're just not used to seeing guys with beards speak with a female voice like it was yeah. just an unusual experience for yeah them. there was well, yeah what a a um yeah they and kids don't there's not a malice bone in their bodies a malicious bone in their bodies well, no, Sally, but they Sally just... saw, i mean our 12 year old saw a uh we were out at some place and the the waiter was a biological fellow but i don't know was living that life anymore um and and sally just um complimented his nails because it did pretty nail polish, and that's about as judgmental as it got. Maybe she, yeah. because she learned early. Because she, when she and I were taking a ride, one time we saw two men. As a matter of fact, it's much like somebody else's story. These two men, well dressed, leaned up and hugged one another and kissed one another. And I'm getting out of the car at the light, and I turn to my dad. My dad looked at me and said, "Joey, it's simple. They love each other." That's 1951. <laughs> that's very. It's progressive. very progressive. Yes, at the time, my goodness. Yes. All right, Alice, what's the hot sauce? The hot sauce is the Chelsea Fire Wicked hot sauce. Okay, let's see if everybody's still hung over from uh, Plymouth, Mass, and Massachusetts. They are. Um, I've lost it. I've lost... Where are you? I just was looking at you. Where are you? I was just looking at you. Oh, there it is. There you are. Sorry. Okay, you ready? I'm ready. Here we go. Hey, I drove by Shattuck Brook today. Hey. And I drove by Shattuck Street. Awesome. I thought it was kind of cool. I drove right by. I went, wee! Good man, Fritz. Don't go. be afraid to gipe that sign, but don't get caught. Right, Alice? And don't tell him we Tom told you that. Yeah, yeah. Don't tell him. Yeah, you can tell him that Alice told no, you to do I that. Didn't. She's got a clean record. No problemo. Hey, guys. Steve from Gloucester. Hey, I Steve. noticed that Kirk over the weekend had another amazing live show. Yeah. And I was wondering when the Burn Barrel podcast was going to take their show on the road. And perhaps do a live show mm. or mm. maybe an all you can eat podcast at an all you can eat restaurant. Ooh. I mean, I think you guys would absolutely hit a home run. What do you what do you think? Well, thank you for saying that. Uh, I was just thinking today during my walk, Alice, let's let's put you on the spot right now. Okay. What is the speed of gravity? Nine point eight meters per second squared. Constant acceleration. T- with T one? <laughs> 
9.8 meters per second per second. Yes. Oh, that's what squared means? Yes. Okay. All right. So, okay. Since you have a math brain, mm-hmm. how far did I walk today? Um, I'm going to guess you were gone a while. It's gone a while twice. Yeah. No, thrice. Yeah, but your morning walk was cut a little short because you had to go out to the store for eggs and you made everybody pancakes. Remember that? That's correct. So you had a little less time in the morning. I'm going to say 7.8 miles today. The number is, I'll give you a hint so you can do the math, 25,185 steps. Mm. Use T1. T, that is pretty long. T1 Maybe I'll equals... Go Maybe I'll go up to like 10.5 miles. The number of miles is 12.7. Wow. So this is the point. That's a lot of miles. It is, isn't it? So here's the point, Alice. During those mm-hmm. miles, I was thinking about, like, when would we do a live show and what would it be? And, like, do we make the thousandth episode or do we already have a thousand? We don't no, have a thousand. we have okay. eight. Yeah. The thousandth um, will be, like, in a few months. Probably. Yeah. So, but no, I, I like the idea of doing a live show. It would be much different. I mean, I think we would kind of just do the show and then do something that would be interactive with, with people. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, we've got... We don't have a lot of structure, and we've got, you know, way too many kids. And then you're going to have a baby at the time. We could have, like, when I ran for state committee, we did, um, do you remember we had, like, a debate night party? Are we running for state committee? We're going to do a debate night night party? Well, yeah, and, like, talk live about what's happening in the debate. Feinberg was there. We should get Mm -hmm. Feinberg. Well, I wouldn't mind having something where... Some people who are our listeners now were there, too. Where we talk politics and and life and stuff like that. Yeah. Well, yeah, but, like, I think, you know... I love the idea of an event and hanging out with everybody would be great. Mm -hmm. But I guess some of it should be a show, you know? Yeah. You just have to find out the place to But people like commentary on, like, the podcast, you know? On, you know, what happens in the debate. Yeah. We definitely should do it. We should definitely do it. We should do lives on debate nights anyway. I guess so. I mean, it just matters. Just what you know. People like that stuff. Yes, I understand. I understand. I would like to know actually if people. Well, I guess they like both. Well, All yeah. Right. Tell us your ideas. We're working on it. We're working on it. But if you have specific ideas, it would be interesting. It has to be baby friendly, probably. Yes. Yes. And you know what? <laughs> since Kirk had the uh, Plymouth and the Wilbur, we'll rent out the uh, TD Bank. The TD Bank? No, not a branch. The garden. <laughs> oh. Oh. Thoughts? I was thinking Fenway, too, might be good. Well, it's going to be the us. winter's... The weather's going to be bad. Mm, you could, though. Hey, guys. As you know, Tim from Canton is the Larry Bird of the chat chat. So whenever he says something... He does a good job. I do take it to heart, and I do strive to make some changes going forward. <laughs> I <laughs> will say... That the naming convention is sometimes a little too much to deal with. Uh, maybe mm-hmm. the message about the tripe should have been for the All You Eat podcast. And maybe I should have titled it All You Can Eat. So to me, I think Tim from Canton is absolutely correct. I should have named it better. Tom, you should have saved it for the All You Can Eat podcast. And that's all I have to say. Goodbye. Well, there you go. See, self-improvement, Alice. Wouldn't it hurt you to do some of that, too, mm-hmm. as a matter of fact? So true. Thank you so much, um, all, for listening. If you want to leave chat chat messages, you can do that at burnbrownpodcast.com. It's um, like a red button. It looks like an ad or some kind of malware. Just, yes. <laughs> just click it anyway. It's fine. Um, and you can leave a message for the show. 
Um, if you want to join us for the live streams where we have the live chat and everything, that's at patreon.com slash burn barrel. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.